tails, not the kind that wiggle tea that you drink, not scribble all together in a cottage she calls day. Tails and tea with Nanny B. Oh, is it that time already? Oh, I should have known the kettle has just boiled, and my neighbor Jules should be here with a story any minute now. Perfect timing. Hello! Who might that be? Hello, Nanny Bee. It's your neighbor Jules with a story. Just making sure. Safety first. How wise, Nanny Bee. And hello to you, and hello to our listening friends. I've come with a tale of a long-time rivalry. Intriguing. Do continue. Are you ready for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. Be More Dog. Adapted for radio. According to experts, whoever they may be, we on planet Earth have had several stages of development. I'm sure you've heard of the Jurassic period. You've probably been there, done that, and seen the movie. Or rather, movies. I've actually lost count of how many there have been. Well, some of you clever clogs may be familiar with the Triassic period, when they, that's those elusive experts again, say dinosaurs first appeared. But have you heard of the Devonian period, or as fewer experts, probably none at all, call the Dogonian period? In this Dogonian period, life was similar to how it is now, except dogs ruled the world and they didn't have Wi-Fi. They liked ruling as they like rules. Sit, stay, roll over. And that's how things operated. The commander-in-chief dog would generally tell the generals. They, in turn, would tell the lieutenants to tell the few tenants left what to do. But mostly, they just had a lot of fun without much concern for the consequences. This is when the term, be more dog, was coined, before they even had coins. Of course, the dogs couldn't be more dog than they were, as they were already all dog. Probably their downfall, really. I mean, if they could have been more dinosaur than dog, maybe they would still be in charge today. Oh, well, circle of life, or is it cycle? <laughs> Who knows? The point is, Dogonian life was a good one. There were no wars, as they hate loud bangs. No boredom, as they were entertained chasing their own tails. And no toilet paper shortages, as, well, you know, they don't use toilet paper. The dogs lived under a stone or in a log, and they'd mark out their surrounding hunting-slash-grazing area just big enough for their needs— now, this process of marking was much like us putting up fences, although it doesn't require any wood working whatsoever. Just lots of water drinking and, well, the opposite of drinking. They would hang out together, eat, laugh, and, oh, and howl, especially when they wanted to make more dog babies, or as so-called experts refer to them, puppies. It soon became obvious that these puppies needed an education, and that's when the commander-in-chief got together with the tenants, left and otherwise, to establish the very first puppy school. Not far off a guppy school, except they are dogs and not fish, and they are learning on land, not swimming in water. 
Puppy School was a real deal changer. They brought together the future makers to teach the future dogs about anything but the future, as no one really knows what that holds. These teachers taught the puppies to fetch food and play dead, which they thought would fake out any predators, but it just made their catching that much easier. It was during one of these play-dead sessions that Snip Diggity, a very chatty little pup, always speaking in rhyme and rhythm, started a relationship that would change dog kind forever. Snip Diggity met what he thought was just another, albeit more slinky than bouncy, dog named Tabby. Snip snuck away from the playing dead session for an earlier start to recess. The teacher didn't notice as she was playing as well. He made his way out to the edge of the playground, beatboxing away to himself. Boom, chicka, pata, boom, chicka, pata, boom, chicka, pata. When he noticed a little tss at the end of each line. Boom, chicka, pata, pss. Boom. He started walking in the direction of the and it got louder until he stood face to face with the maker of the Hi, I'm Snip Diggity. Wanna come out and play? The little stripy orange and darker orange face replied, I'm Tabby and yes, please. That's all it took for this beautiful friendship to begin. They spent the rest of recess making up songs. Tabby had a voice like Snip had never heard before. I have recess the same time every day. Will you come and play again? asked Snip. Of course, Tabby said as she disappeared into the scrubland. Snip bolted back to school and told the other pups about this most amazing dog ever. She has Four legs and a tail just like us, but she sounds and moves in ways I've never heard or seen before. The other pups were eager to meet this new kind of dog, so made sure to follow Snip out to recess the next day. Now keep it down, he said. We don't want to scare her. As they approached the edge of the scrubland where they had last met, Snip shouted out for her. Tabby slipped up behind him and whispered, Hide and seek, count to ten. Then she scurried under and over the shrubs, so smooth it was like she was being painted on them. None of the other pups saw her, though. One, two, three. Snip started to count with his eyes closed. The other pups caught on at once and hid. Snip was a hide-and-seek professional. He found each one except Tabby. The other pup started to tease Snip. Where's your new most amazing dog ever friend? One jeered. Maybe she's hiding in his imagination. Buzz, the biggest pup in class, said. Tabby felt sorry for her new beatboxing hide-and-seeking friend, so called out, I'm up here! The pups looked up to the sky and, sure enough, saw this orange and darker orange striped new kind of dog in a tree. How'd she get up there? They all thought impressed. 
but that quickly turned to envy. Hey, that's no fair. Yeah, we can't climb trees. She's a cheater. That word was like a trigger, and all the pups except Snip started chanting. Cheater! Cheater! She's probably a pumpkin eater! Then the bell rang, and as quickly as they came out, the pups went back in, including Snip. The next day, Snip returned to the edge of the scrubland and tried to call out to Tabby loud enough for her to hear, but quiet enough for the other pups not to. They did. So, you want to play with that new kind of dog again, do you? Watch out, she doesn't cheat again. <laughs> <laughs> the pups laughed. Tabby poked her head out of the bush. Tabby! Snip said, excited to see her again. Come on, I've got a different game we can play. Tabby gracefully stepped out, almost on the tips of her paws. Okay, guys, how about some Simon Says? Snip shouted out, and the pups came running. Can I be Simon? Buzz asked. Snip agreed, then made sure everyone, including his new dog friend, knew the rules. Buzz started with an easy one. Simon says, lick your nose. They all licked their nose. Simon says, chase your tail. They all chased their tail. No hell to the moon! The littlest pup, Pico, howled to where the moon would be but wasn't. Simon didn't say! Pico pouted and sat the rest of the game out. Simon says, jump in the stream! They all jumped in the stream, except Tabby. Snip nudged her. Jump in the stream! Tabby looked horrified. Yeah, jump in the stream, another shouted. Tabby shook with fear. What's wrong, chicken? Yet another pup shouted, and that was it. The rest of the pups started chanting, chicken, chicken, and not even finger licking. Tabby ran off into the bushes. Snip started to look for her, but you guessed it, the bell rang. Snip tossed and turned all night about his new kind of dog friend. There must be a game we can play together, he thought, over and over and... <laughs> until he fell asleep. Meep, 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 the alarm woke Snip. Catch! No water, no climbing, we can play catch! He got to school and said nothing to the other pups, then recess came again. He slipped away, ball in hand. Tabby? Tabby, please, come and play again. I found the perfect game. Tabby, stripy orange and darker orange, popped out of a bush. Pico, the littlest pup, agreed. It's very easy. Let's show her how. Snip hadn't expected Pico, but agreed a demonstration was a good idea. Snip tossed it to Pico. Pico caught it in his mouth and tossed it back to Snip. See? Easy as that. Tabby wasn't very confident, so Snip very gently tossed the ball at her face. Ow! She said as it bopped her on the nose. Let's try again. Snip moved closer and 
tossed more gently. Um. Tabby rubbed her sore little nose. You have to open your mouth to catch it. Why? Because it's fun. Why? Pico, the littlest pup, was disappointed. Spoil sport, he said as he walked over to the other pups, who in turn started chanting. Spoil sport, spoil sport, spoil so long it makes you snort. Tabby didn't know what they were saying, but she knew what they meant. She darted off into the scrubland. Snip tried to follow, but Tabby flipped as she leapt like a trapeze act. Snip couldn't keep up. And that night, he couldn't sleep. At all. He dragged himself to school the next day. But when the recess bell rang, he was full of zip and ran straight to the scrubland. He called out all recess long. Tabby! Tabby! Where are you? And no striped orange and darker orange head popped out of anywhere. But he did see a ball of striped orange and darker orange. He tiptoed closer. It was Tabby, curled up in a ball, hiding from him. Snip got the hint. Her kind of dog didn't like his kind of dog. A few minutes later, after he left, Tabby woke from one of her frequent naps. She heard the pups playing and popped her head out of the bush. But Snip was on the other side of the playground with the other pups. Tabby got the hint. He didn't like her anymore either. From that day on, from generation to generation, cats and dogs still believe they don't like each other. The end. Why, thank you, Jules. I've been lobbying Parliament for many years on that. On what? On cat and dog relations. I am the pet ambassador, you know. I do now. So will you be joining us next week for more Tales and Tea? Oh, yes, of course. Go to nannybee.com. Go there to find out about all our stories. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and many more. Like us, love us, share the love with your friends, and we'll see you next week for more Tales and Tea. Go on and leave a message for Nanny Bee, and you might be on the show. This has been a Toby Hall production for nannybee.com.